Hey, welcome. Glad to have you with us. Seven minutes after eight o'clock, and it is time for the fine folks at Powderhorn Guns and Archery to come in the studio. Now, uh, I wanted the very best, but they weren't available, so I got, <laughs> so I got these guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they, wow. they got guns, too. What, yeah. I, <laughs> what the hell am I doing? <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, Powderhorn Guns and Archery, we got show and tell coming up. Uh, Dave Rowland is going to be with us, uh, and he is uh, one of the attorneys that helped write the uh, SEPA legislation, the Second Amendment Preservation Act. He's going to call us at 9.30 this morning because uh, the appeal was heard uh, yesterday, I believe. And uh, he, he, of course, was part of the, uh, the appeals process uh, along with the Attorney General. So we'll get an inside scoop on what, uh, what happened there. Uh, we also have the belt boy on board with us this morning. <laughs> Going to be here. The, yeah, the super belt. <laughs> and uh, and he, you branched out now. You're doing what? You're doing garbage cans? What the hell is that? Yeah. Well, I mean, look at the economy we're going into. I figured one more business couldn't hurt, right? Well, <laughs> make, make sure I can cover my bills, you know? Well, I got more guns to buy from Powderhorn. <laughs> sure. So, well, now I'm a little confused. Uh, you, you make a terrific belt. That's right. Uh, it's great for people who conceal carry. I'm curious to find out what 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 you what garbage is it because they passed finally said you could have roll carts in Columbia or what? That let us do so basically it's rollcartcleaning.com for 13 bucks a month if you sign up before March 1st. We come every single month and completely pressurize and wash it out. So it'll it'll stay brand new forever basically. But yeah, the the roll cart we were going to do this business regardless. The roll carts made it a lot easier cuz they're a standard size. So that's that's the the piece. But yeah, we'll come, we'll clean them and you never have to worry about gross nastiness, especially folks that stored in their garage. They don't want the smell and all that jazz. And in Colombia you're not allowed to just pressure wash it out into your own front yard. Like, you're not supposed to do that. You're not? Uh, really? Well, so it's it can go into your yard. If it goes into the storm sewer, that's actually breaking the law. So if you put your garbage can in your driveway and pressure wash it out and that goes into the storm sewer, that's actually against Columbia law. So you, you would have to pressure wash it out, like, in your yard or something like that. But you don't want that stuff staying in your yard. That's nasty. So we come, we pressure wash it inside, we collect all the water, and we leave with it. So What a great idea. What yeah. a strange city we live in. Yep. Huh? <clears throat> oh, that is bizarre. Yep. I right. love that we find a solution to a problem. That's right. And that's awesome. <laughs> Capitalism at its finest. That's we, the idea. We are going to start uh, this morning in my hometown, the city I was raised in, which is Cleveland, Ohio. And they're apparently they're experiencing uh, a little urban gun violence. Uh, it, it, they've, I mean, it's to the point now where they have billboards up um, asking people not to kill each other. I mean, oh it's, it's, it's really not the city I grew up in anymore. But the safety director uh, came out and uh, made a statement while talking about the violence in the city. And he said, and this is a quote, we are in desperate need of laws that keep guns out of the hands of people who shouldn't have them. And I thought, what a novel idea. Yeah. If only somebody could write that law. Um, there, there's not laws already? Yeah. What? 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 <laughs> laws? You're kidding. To stop. What? Name one. Go ahead. Just name one. Uh, thou shalt not kill. I mean, that, that's even in the Bible. Come on, man. He went Old Testament. <laughs> Come on. Oh, Lord. You go to, uh, 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 if I go to Powderhorn Guns and Archery, and I go to buy a firearm, I have to do the, the NYX check. Absolutely. Every time. Every 100%. time. 
And uh, you guys uh, call the FBI, is that right? In, in essence, yeah. Uh, yeah, circumvent, but it ends. And they look at my background, they check my social security number, they know all this information about me, and then they say yes or no. And yes, so no far, or maybe. So, what? Yes, no, or maybe. Oh, I thought you were going to say with you, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it's an instant no. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to hold this for... for Five weeks. Just make sure with Surprised they didn't say it take longer to find the information because it's on a cave wall somewhere. Well, it was Jordan a tablet right after the Old Testament, but we're good. Uh, somebody, somebody, get modern arms in here. Yeah. These people are—they're just vicious. They're vicious. Uh, all right, so I can't think of—I don't know what the guy's talking about. It—it it seems like there's there is. No more. There, there are no laws I can think of mm. beyond what we've already gotten that will prevent the bad guys from getting guns. Besides stomping all over our Second Amendment. Yeah. yeah well, they don't. It's not like they go. <laughs> well, and, he said people who shouldn't have them. He didn't specify who that was. <laughs> if he said everybody shouldn't have them, well, then that really changes the conversation. But you don't know. Maybe that's the perspective. It, mm. it seems like such a disconnect for people. Anybody that says. People are breaking the law. We need more laws. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? It's like everybody leaves the door open, so we need more doors. Like, that yeah. doesn't make sense. Like, that's a, a huge disconnect. Well, Hanson and I have this, uh, Brian Hanson, my producer, uh, he and I have this joke about the, uh, the, the signs they put up on these buildings that say no guns allowed where there's ultimately a shooting. Yeah. And our argument is, well, maybe the sign's not big enough. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe they missed it when they were walking in. Yeah. Otherwise, oh, they surely they got a sign. I shouldn't yeah. go in. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Stop, they'd stop at the door and go, no, no. No, I can't carry my gun in here. I'll have to find another place to rob. The uh, only people that follow that are law-abiding law citizens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which typically don't shoot people. Like, I'm just throwing that out there. So, so. you're just, oh, you know, sitting ducks. Yeah. Crazy. Um, all right, listen, uh, apparently you guys are useless when it comes to coming up with more, more gun laws. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not in our, I think we got in our wheelhouse. Is, you know, I really think we do. Yeah. Uh, you can't come up with anything. Well, neither could I. Uh, it was a stupid thing to say. There is, uh, there's just, there is no way to keep the bad guys from stealing guns. There are some things that we as law-abiding citizens can do to help reduce the availability of guns. And that would be, and we've talked about this in the past, not to leave them in your car. Mm -hmm. 100%. Securing your firearms. Yeah. Pinnacle importance. And there are all kinds of devices, uh, complex and simple, that you can use. But, you know, we hear these stories all the time. Uh, they broke into the car. The only thing they stole was the gun. Yep. Yep. No! Uh, you could just get a cable lock. You could stop it from yeah. happening. I don't believe it. You mean they didn't go for the purse first? Yeah. Or the wallet? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they see with the gun, they can get all the purses and wallets. That's they want. right. Yeah. That's true. Remember, firearm is the ultimate tool because with yeah. one of those, you can get pretty much anything else you yeah. want. <laughs> and at a discount, not legally. Yeah. No. Not legally. No. Yeah. No. Oh boy. Yeah. All right. So uh, there's good news for the Republican Party. They know what's coming, folks. <laughs> <laughs> good news for the Republican for the uh, Republicans in the legislature. Here in Missouri, we'll talk about that next <laughs> on Gary on Guns. <laughs> that's, <fine. laughs> oh, that's so unfair of us to not tell everybody. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I think we should embarrass him. <laughs> oh, that's Lord. nowhere near as embarrassing as some of the other stuff that's happened on this show. Yeah. <laughs> During the breaks, folks, <laughs> you don't want to know what happens in here. It's really bad. <laughs> Garbage. Uh, Let's talk about those Republicans. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm weighing, I'm weighing out whether to whether to tell listeners what we just <laughs> That's not national news. The Republican thing is that's that's national news. <laughs> oh, I think they want to know. People want to know. Oh, Inquiring mind. Oh. So when when did you shower last? <laughs> Yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Gary was bragging about, oh, when I do the show, I'm up and I'm I'm showered and I, I make breakfast and everything. I was like, well, you know, I had breakfast. It's <laughs> <laughs> an right. so early morning, folks. Right. Leave me alone. <laughs> right. I right. usually work from home. <laughs> and, and well, we it know. smells like a trash can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And we're kind of sorry. That's you why my belt's are antimicrobial and carry no scent. <laughs> <laughs> we're kind of sorry you didn't do that this morning. But you're in the studio and we're locked in with you. <laughs> no one's air flowing here, guys. Oh, man. I feel sorry for her. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. <sighs> so good news for, for the Republicans, apparently... A university in Israel has uh, found a uh, found a way to uh, create testicles, and I thought, well, this is good news for the Republicans here in Missouri who are in the state legislature because I think they need they need a pair. They can have a pair. maybe three or four each. You know, walk proudly. Whole bag of them. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a regular testicle festival. <laughs> oh, management's going to be, um, be fired tomorrow. Oh. All right, so well, the reason I say this is they've had this legislation. They've introduced it several times over the years, and it is to correct a, a, what I would think is a glaring problem with our uh, concealed carry laws, and, and it is that you cannot carry a firearm uh, on a bus or public transportation. Sure. So this makes you, you know, incredibly vulnerable. And they decided they're not going to pursue it, even though it was moving along with alacrity. They're not going to pursue it because of the shooting in Kansas City. So, which which so, did not happen on a bus yeah. or involve anything to do with public transportation? Yeah, yeah. that's what it's like. What what does that have to do with being on a bus? They're it's just scared to say the G word after something like that happened. I guess. Well, that's why that. University is creating something that'll help them. Yeah. That or you know a new spine. Maybe Did they both. Make them yet? Maybe both. Huh? Did they make them yet? New spine? <laughs> new spine? Well, the, you know they, they metal rod something. I don't know. Yeah, something. I don't know. Um, you know, speaking of, oh boy, oh boy. Listen, <laughs> my favorite, my favorite member of the state, uh, state house is uh, Cherie Reich and. Uh, she is uh, with us. Can you can you bring her up in there? There we go. Cherie, good morning. Good morning, Gary. So so good to talk with you guys. And I just got to see you this week, and it was wonderful. Um, you know, uh, speaking of testicles, I've been told I have some the size of Kansas when I'm in Jeff City. 
Yeah, I wasn't going to talk about that rumor. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I do want to just mention, um, uh, Representative Adam Schnelting has had a bill, I don't know, three or more years to expand concealed carry onto public transportation. Yeah. And it's it's passed through committee again this year, and, and it's passed out of the House. And, of course, we can't get anything done in the Senate. But um, there was some fear among a few, you know, whether to bring any more gun uh, uh, legislation uh, in light of what happened in Kansas City. But in listening to you all, no amount of gun laws are going to stop criminals. Um, so here's what we're doing. Uh, we have put pressure on leadership, and our Speaker Dean Flocker supports this. Um, we're going to be bringing it to the floor, hopefully this week. Wow. Did somebody from the university in Israel stop by? <laughs> <laughs> Must have brought well, their whole bag. We do have testicles uh, down in Jeff City, and and uh, we're going to speak up when we need to and, and uh, speak for our citizens that elected us. Well, let us... You know, keep us apprised of what's going on. Uh, I will. Good to talk to you. Bye-bye. Right. Take care, Cherie. Cherie Tolson-Rice. Um, that's kind of good news because the last time, you know, we heard about this, it was like dead. They were just not going to pursue it. Wow. But there's cool. no connection between the two. There's none at all. Mm. There never is. But every time there's an event, they stop talking about all of these things that would be good for us as citizens mm -hmm. that are, are moving their way through. And then some event happens somewhere and <clears throat> the brakes get locked up. And it's a year, year and a half before they talk about it again. Yeah, we were talking uh, before the break about that uh, the, the suppressor. The Hearing mm -hmm. Protection Act did the same thing. It was moving along, and it looked like it was going to go all the way and remove suppressors from the NFA requirements and just have them be transferable on a standard NICS check and a 4473. And, uh, I, man, I think it was the Las Vegas shooting that really stopped it and kind of put the put the brakes on that deal we haven't even heard about it since then yeah it's just it and disappeared that's, that's something that would help everybody <laughs> that would really be of benefit to all of us in the shooting community because suppressors work they're not the boogeyman they work extraordinarily well they make it so much more enjoyable pleasurable comfortable and just less offensive to anybody around when you take all that sound away. Oh. Yeah, I was uh, talking to uh, Tim Oliver from uh, Learn to Carry. Uh, I don't think he's uh, teaching classes right now. I don't know for sure, but it's, you could check it out, learntocarry.com. And he said, uh, and I didn't know this, that at the time, that you go into some, in some countries, you can go into a hardware store and yes. pick yeah. up a suppressor <laughs> because <laughs> it's polite uh, to shoot with one and impolite not to. Oh my gosh! That way here, yeah, they're like know. dirt cheap too. I mean, like it's not a it's yeah. not a really terrific science. Yeah. I mean, it's no, it's just like the muffler in your car. You've got a camera <clears> tube <throat> with a series of seven or nine baffles inside of it, and they're turned on a CNC machine. They're easy to make, uh, and they're they're not very expensive to produce. But all of the regulatory costs that go with them cause them to be exceedingly expensive. Does anybody know what the logic was when they decided to to make them an NFL? I mean, what did something happen? It was part of the Gun Control Act of 1934, I think. It goes back that far? I believe so. Holy cow. When suppressors became uh, regulated. And, yeah, I'm sure that's when it was. And uh, the intent was to make them cost prohibitive because at that time, the $200 tax, the lady could not afford that. Yeah, but, but you know, like, what did they think they were accomplishing? Did they think, well, if we 
make the guns uh, remain as loud as we can, that somehow that will deter crime? I suppose. What was there? The was there... Was. Most of the Gun Control Act of 1934 was to... Uh, Fight organized crime. Yeah, mafia. Yeah. It was to limit the mafia. Yeah, but it, it doesn't... Were they using a lot of suppressors at that time? Like, yeah, that, you'd think like the St. Valentine's guns. Day Massacre uh, guns probably was prompting them to, to do the uh, the uh, uh, automatic weapons thing. But the suppressor, like, was there a spate of shootings that were quietly accomplished? I And, yeah. and by the way, so that uh, people who are new to the show, don't, uh, who may not be familiar with it, when you shoot a firearm with a suppressor, it isn't silent. Oh, no, it still makes substantial noise. It, you still get a report yeah. from that shot. Yeah. But it's, it's no longer harmful to your ears. It, it's or as harmful. To a, to a decibel level that is <clears throat> sustainable without hearing protection in most cases. Yeah, yeah. You, you'd think but that... it's still very loud. Yeah, uh, but to hear them talk about it, you'd think, um, gee, without this, uh, there would be mass murders all, all over the place. <laughs> well, what? It just makes it a little bit quieter. Um, There's so much about the NFA, though, that is, yeah. is crazy. Um, if anything, I think it would make... Uh, so I, I feel like just thinking about a suppressor, we've all put a suppressor on a firearm, right? Oh, it does not make it smaller or easier to conceal. No. So from a criminal <laughs> standpoint, shoot. you would think they would not want suppressors because most of them aren't wearing holsters, right? They're just sticking them wherever that they can... Hold on to them. So to, add, to add a four to six inch piece of hardware on the end, I can't imagine most of them are going to do that. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if I'd be able to conceal that anymore. It's, <laughs> it's a Is that a suppressor in your pocket? Yeah. yeah well, as short as I am, it, it drag on the ground. Yeah, like, you, you guys notice, might be okay. You notice he said a six inch suppressor and he held his fingers like four inches. <laughs> yeah. so I don't know. Maybe he's been telling people six My wife inches. can't measure. It's okay. Keep <laughs> <laughs> oh. handing small stuff. <laughs> I changed all the rules. In the house. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> Going to the metric system. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why do we have him in here? Anyway? He's, he cleans garbage cans. I mean, for crying out loud, makes one heck of a good belt, though. That's yeah, good. That is true. Oh man! All right. Um, so <laughs> the uh, the latest news, and this is I'm going to tie this all together. This is brilliant. I'm going to tie together uh, President Trump talking to the NRA. Uh, Wayne LaPierre and uh, bump stocks because mm. it's all kind of <clears throat> kind of molds together. The Republican president who is pro-gun and welcomed by the NRA with open arms is the guy who made the bump stocks illegal. Mm. Correct. Yes. So one would wonder why the NRA would welcome him with open arms. Mm. But the NRA has done some pretty screwy things. And we're going to chat about some comeuppance for Wayne LaPierre. That's next on Gary on Gun. 835, glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. Potterhorn Guns and Archery in the studio this weekend. They have brought a bunch of toys. Uh, we'll go over those a little bit later in show and tell. Dave Rowland is going to be with us. He is the attorney who helped write the Second Amendment Preservation Act. And it was appealed in court uh, yesterday, I think, and uh, he was part of the appeal, so we're going to find out from him where that stands. And then we have the uh, is garbage collector, garbage. Ca what? Do you <laughs> no, I'm not collecting the garbage, but I will clean your filthy cans. So oh, that roll sounded really <laughs> dirty, <laughs> didn't it? Rollcartcleaning.com. We'll come clean your roll carts. Absolutely, thirteen uh, bucks a month if you sign up for March first. You, you know, he's turned this into it. He's really here because he's belt boy. Yeah. 
thesuperbelt.com. That Trash one too. man. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. If I could go from boy to man, I would. that would be a fantastic transition to make. Yeah, your wife said something about that. Too. <laughs> <laughs> know, but we'll She's see. on the phone with that, that university right now. <laughs> <laughs> She's getting herself a pair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how did this? <laughs> you opened that door up, man. You just, you just opened it and I kicked it right in. I'm sorry. That was fancy. Don't ever, if somebody laughs, you don't ever apologize. <laughs> That's great. Lord, oh, forgive me. Fantastic. Yeah, what happened to the show? Yeah, Gary, <laughs> Gary's lost, lost control. Complete again. control. The inmates right, in the so, asylum. So uh, the, uh, the NRA welcomes with open arms. Uh, former President Donald Trump, who got the most significant piece of anti-gun legislation through in years by eliminating the bump stocks, which I understand is still weaving its way through the courts, mm -hmm. uh, by redefining a bump stock and making it an automatic weapon. And it's not an automatic weapon. Not in any way. Not in any way. And I've talked about this on the air in the past. You take an AR-15, you hook your thumb on a belt loop, you can duplicate the bump stock. Absolutely. Same result. 100%. Without using any extra equipment, without doing anything. Um, but he managed to do that, and they welcomed him with open arms. It's like, what are they thinking over at the NRA? But, wait, there's more. The <laughs> NRA is in the news because Wayne LaPierre has uh, just been ordered by the state of New York to pay back millions of dollars to the uh, National Rifle Association uh, because he apparently was spending money on things he shouldn't have. Mm. Donor money. Uh, surprise? Yeah. <clears throat> I um, I haven't renewed my NRA membership, and I was kidding about it last week that I've I've got enough lanterns, pocket knives, and backpacks, and <laughs> I don't need any more. But it seems like they don't do the kind of fighting that the gun owners of America engage in for years they did. Uh, yeah, they were they were the foremost supporter of all of our gun rights that we know and love. And something happened 15 years or so ago, and that subsided, and they got kind kind of soft on, yeah. on all of the um, on all of the gun legislation, and even became supporters for certain parts of gun control that completely I was completely taken aback by. I'm a life member. Uh, have been a proud, paying supporter for my whole life. That I, as long as I can remember, I've been a member of the NRA, and uh, I would regularly make contributions and donations. They would call. Absolutely, here's here's a few hundred dollars. You're fighting the good fight. When that stopped, I stopped, and uh, and they really have been very, very, very soft on supporting our rights for for quite some time. So I'm I welcome this change. I'm glad to see it. Yeah, I'm hoping that uh, that university from Israel stops by the NRA uh, and drops off a few of those uh, homemade testicles there, too. Hmm. Uh, because it, it seems to me the gun owners of America are the ones that are really doing the hard fight. They are just supporting the Second Amendment. And they're not the only group. There are a couple of other groups, too. And I'm not suggesting that the NRA should go away by any means. Oh, no. Uh, every group that's willing to fight at any level to protect the Second Amendment, I'm in favor of. Mm -hmm. uh, I just think that they've gotten a little, they've gotten kind of off track a little bit. Yeah. And that's and that's a problem. Um, one of the things that uh, LaPierre was uh, uh, chastised for was flying on a private jet. I got to tell you, uh, he is a lightning rod for the anti-gun people. 
you put him uh, in a crowd of strangers on an airplane, and they're going to be stopping at his seat and screaming and yelling at him. Oh, it, uh, never, the plane would never take off. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. never make it anywhere. So I don't, I don't have a problem with that. But you know, his his suits and clothing and uh, vacation stuff like that. I, I think that just goes too far. The interesting thing is the same person behind Donald Trump's prosecution is behind Wayne LaPierre's. Mm. No, Letitia James. Hmm. So, is she just attacking? Anybody that's uh, a conservative, uh, and I'm thinking maybe she's maybe she has actually given us a road a roadmap. Uh, maybe prosecutors in conservative states should be going after George Soros organizations. What? Because I guarantee you, I guarantee you, anybody if you look at Michael Bloomberg in New York, mm -hmm. I guarantee you he did the same thing when he was getting financing for the buildings he was building. And and he isn't being prosecuted. I guarantee you that they're, the Soros groups are as guilty as Wayne LaPierre, but nobody's going after them. Mm -hmm. Because nobody's pointing them out. Well, I think maybe the roadmap has been has been laid out for us. Yeah. Why, should, why shouldn't uh, conservative prosecutors go after these progressive groups? They the should. same way that they went after the NRA. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree. Uh, listen, uh, we've got more uh, no, more big news here, and uh, this deals with the president's son, Hunter Biden. Uh. They're uh, they're now saying that those uh, lines of what everybody the prosecutors are calling coke is really sawdust. <laughs> what? And when did sawdust be, become completely white? Well, it actually is not completely white, is well, it? I looked at a close. picture of it, and it's got a, uh, it's got a little bit of a, a, a tint to it. Just a little. But didn't he write in his book uh, about his drug use? I mean, even if he's right about the. Uh, Whenever you're working on a wood project, don't you normally line neatly like line up your sawdust yes. perfectly well, on a perfect. table inside Look, the just home? So I can you got a choice. Yeah, you got yeah. a choice. You can either uh, sweep it up <laughs> or inhale it <laughs> <laughs> with a vacuum. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you, well, this way you don't have, see global warming. You don't need the That's electricity right. to run yeah. the vacuum. Yeah. If you just inhale the. The sawdust. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a legitimate strategy. <laughs> so this is uh, one of the, one of the uh, arguments they're going to make. And they also are suggesting that these laws that, that uh, restrict uh, gun ownership from people who have used drugs, are you ready for this? Are a, a violation of the Second Amendment? What? No. No. They finally, it took the president's son to get in trouble for this, because it is unconstitutional. I can go out and buy a fifth of whiskey, sure, and I can own a gun. Well, I can drink a fifth of whiskey, and I can have a gun. But if I smoked a joint... Now you can't. Now I can't. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I, you know, I spent years in the bar business, and I know a lot of people that, uh, that smoke pot, they were mellow. I don't remember anybody smoking pot that was, like, crazy violent. <laughs> no, they're generally pretty chill. 
but and hungry. But I, <laughs> hey, they were good for selling cheese. <laughs> but there are not, a, you know. But I know a lot of people who drink alcohol who get violent, irate. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at one point, I thought about when they opened up all these marijuana dispensaries, open up a donut shop right next to it, blazed <laughs> and confused. <laughs> I think it would be great. <laughs> huge or just or just the, uh, you know Ben Cheetos that's all you, you don't even have to have a brick and mortar store just just bags of Cheetos <laughs> in the side of a truck yeah. <laughs> the trunk he just pops the trunk <laughs> next to old old 1970s G-Van tied <laughs> yeah. up on it it says Cheetos inside <laughs> the Roach Coach is oh now my gosh alright we gotta take a quick break oh. we're gonna come back Powderhorn Guns and Archery. Give them an address where they can find Powderhorn Guns and Archery. Well, I'll give you the address. It's 1915 Paris Road, but it's really just right across from the Central Bank on Paris. Uh, mm -hmm. Turn in there next to Fastenal, and we're right there. we got a big Second Amendment flag on the door. Sweet. Can't go wrong. Gary and Gun. Hey, welcome. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. Powderhorn Guns and Archery is in studio with us in uh, the superbelt.com. Uh, and I've uh, I've got uh, two of those belts. i got one that I wear with my suit, one uh, for everyday wear. Uh, and it's great because I don't have to worry about it curling up. It never stretches. Right. It doesn't give. Uh, the only problem I have is putting weight on. Uh, yeah. And, and Which is why I'm sponsoring Glazed and Confused. Because <laughs> yes. the only way I can sell somebody another belt is if they gain weight. Yeah, if you lose weight, you can always trim it down. Yeah, we'll trim it down for you or punch more holes, yeah. But if they gain weight, i got to sell them a new one. So I'm I'm sponsoring the opposite of Weight Watchers. Whatever that is, let me know. <laughs> Glazed and Confused. Glazed and Confused. So, I watched you uh, pull a truck with one of your belts. Yep. Uh, the damn things just, they never wear out. Uh, they don't curl up. Uh, you can actually bleach them. Yeah. So if you're worried about a smell, <laughs> you can just wipe them down, and yeah, they won't retain any odor. Apparently, uh, you didn't bleach your belt uh, today. No, the belt was bleached. I was not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hollywood is on my mind right now because I am so tired of these rich liberal actors and actresses who make these movies, and almost every one of them, there's some kind of firefight where they're using guns. And then they come out and they make a speech about the dangers of guns. Yep. How America is damaged because of all of the guns in the population. Yeah. Liam Neeson's the worst. Yeah. And I love his movies. Absolutely yeah. love his movies, but he is the worst. He yeah. uses them in every movie. In every movie. In the, uh... And he's quite skilled. Yeah. The hypocrisy of it all is, yeah. is, is what makes me crazy. They're making a living, and and they, and their portrayal of guns and what they can do is never accurate. It's almost I saw this never one accurate. movie where they curved a bullet. I mean, that's just oh, bullet yeah. Yeah. Wanted. Yeah. Wanted. yeah, great movie. Yeah, yeah. That was that. I mean, how's, Angelina Jolie. <laughs> anything she's in, I'll watch. I'm 100%. just saying, especially then. Um, Keep telling my wife that's my future ex-wife right there. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, I wonder if anybody actually thought that that was possible or real or even tried it. You mean somebody watched the movie and they tried to curve a bullet? Well, people are really... I hope anybody that was dumb enough to try that doesn't actually own a firearm. Oh, my gosh. People are really yeah. stupid. Yeah. I'm un I'm overestimating people. There's no, a possibility. Yeah. But it happened on TV. It yeah, must be true. It must be true. There are <laughs> limits. There are things that, that Hollywood won't touch uh, in certain light. Uh, for instance, suicide. Because they're afraid that people will do it. Yeah. yeah. Cigarette S use used to be prevalent in every movie, and now you never see a cigarette. Uh, oh, you, the anti-tobacco people 
want any movie where anybody smokes anything to be R-rated. Yeah. Mm. Uh, or X-rated or whatever. I don't... What is the, what is the new... I the adults only... Th yeah, they're... <laughs> Mature audiences, the MA rating. TVMA. Oh. Yeah, they're... I've, people, I've got little kids. I'll watch this Disney right now. <laughs> got to be careful what they're seeing on Disney yep, now, Yeah, you're too. right. You're right. It's 100%. really out of hand. Um, but it just, it's crazy, the hypocrisy of, of Hollywood. Uh, well, they run around complaining about firearms and, and suggesting that somehow they're bad. And you see them in, in uh, uh, like, the one that really gets me, because I, I enjoy the show, is that cop show from Chicago. They got the trio of Chicago shows. Yeah, Chicago PD. Yeah, they got Chicago PD and... and Chicago uh, Fire. And Chicago Med. That's it, yeah. Chicago right, Med. Yeah. So every time there's any kind of violence, um, it's, they have a fully automatic weapon. Uh-huh. And when they don't uh, have a fully automatic... If it's just somebody who's concealed carrying, or you shouldn't have a gun. Something bad will happen. And then a scene or two later, they, they use their gun and shoot an innocent person. Uh-huh. They always paint it in the worst light, mm -hmm. and that I find irritating. Mm -hmm. um, and, and then, then there's the one that the other one that I always talk about that gets me is when they uh, stand behind the the gun. Uh, they stand behind the car door. Yeah. People are shooting at the car. You see the bullet holes hitting the door, but they're not getting hit. Couches too. If you if you only believed in Hollywood, you would assume that your couch is bulletproof. Like, <laughs> flip that thing over. Don't you, fully automatic. No, man, I'm fine on this side of that padding. <laughs> oh it's, man, it's crazy. Kind of yeah. like standing behind a car door. Yeah, that's what not he said. Really, yeah. they're not yeah, bulletproof covered. guys. Not really. That's good. not good cover. Uh, we uh. talk about Potterhorn guns and archery, and uh, you and I were we were all chatting. Well, actually, you two guys were chatting. I was just eavesdropping. <laughs> Uh, about uh, getting uh, the uh, bows strung? It's a great uh -huh. time to come in early and uh, and order your bow strings, your replacement bow strings for the season. Uh, it's, it's way before you need it, but we get so busy in July and August with bowstring orders. Just want to throw it out that right now is the perfect time to bring your bow in and, uh, and get your replacement strings ordered, strings, cables, whatever you need, so that we can uh, get you ready to go for the season in advance and then you won't be you know in this queue of having to wait you know for a week or two for us to to get to it amongst the hundreds of others that we mm -hmm. have to do so how yep. long does does the string last is it just good for a season is it is it, it, really, it time or use it's it's use it's time and it also depends on the quality of the string string that you order if you order a premium string you should get several years out of it uh if you go with a, a more budget-friendly string then they're going to be a year probably at best um, but it, you know, it takes time to get them. They have to be custom made for your exact piece of equipment, and then um, they have to manufacture them, ship them to us, and then we have to install them. So there's there's a lot of work that goes into Got it. it. So they don't have like prepackaged. Only the cheap ones are available and prepackaged, and uh, and even then, most of them are custom made. Oh. Just with lower grade Some of them, materials. It, 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 I didn't know that. I thought it, it was just like a make and model. I've never, I've shot bows like three times in my life. I thought it was just make and model, right? Like you buy nine millimeter ammunition. I thought I have this bow. I buy the string off the shelf. I didn't know that. That's interesting. And it's because there's there's for a make and model. Yeah. There's also different axle to axle lengths. There's also oh. also different draw weights and then different uh, draw lengths. Oh wow! So you could have um, a V3X bow that's available in a thirty inch axle to axle, thirty two, thirty four. And then 
draw lengths anywhere from 27 up to 31. Oh, wow. And all of those different components equal different string materials. That's interesting. Yeah, I had no idea. So do you have to tune them up, too? Yeah, yeah. you have to paper tune them, make sure they're shooting correctly through paper, flying straight, and then after paper that... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Paper tune them? What does that mean? Yeah, uh, it's basically what it is is you you have a piece of paper sitting on, on, on a uh, rack. You shoot the arrow through it. And if it's shooting correctly, it'll look like a bullet hole in a, in a, in a piece of paper from a gun. If it's not, it'll tear it uh, to the left, to the right, up and down, and it'll actually show it in that paper to where it's it's not shooting correctly, and you got to do some adjusting either to the rest or to the strings or uh, make sure that the timing's 100% on for both the cams to where it's it's going to shoot it straight out out just like a barrel of a gun. I've seen these uh, high-speed slow-motion camera of, of, of arrows, and don't they weeble? Yes. And yep. Wouldn't that tear it up i mean the amount that they flex when they're coming off the string is is immeasurable you can see it in high speed video but it's a very very small amount of flex you wouldn't be able to see that even on a paper tuning bullet hole uh but they do flex a tiny little bit yeah okay so um how how often do you tune them up once a year when you get in the new string go ahead and tune it up yep yep uh, and once uh, we get the new strings in, we put them on, make sure the timing's right. We put a new D-loop on it. Uh, D-loop. D-loop is what you connect your uh, release to on most bows nowadays. Yeah, you know what that yeah. is. No, I'm I'm completely in the dark on all of this. So I'm learning right now. You tie that in, you put, uh, and you basically start shooting it and see where it's going. And if it's shooting right and, and you leveled everything out correctly, hallelujah, you had a good day and you can get on to the next one real quick. But sometimes they can be a booger and, and throw you for a loop and uh, you got to spend a little time making sure, you know, and sometimes getting a new set of strings, they're pre-stretched and everything, but they might be out of spec a little bit. So you have to add some twist to the, the cables to get the bow right back into the right axle axle and you guys actually have a shooting uh, we have a range an now. archery range yep sweet powderhorn guns and archery that sounds super complicated just go to powderhorn and have them do it yeah <laughs> we pretty much have to we you have to have a bow press all right well we we're gonna do show and tell here yeah on gary on guns